Blog Talk Radio.
sisters oh man we're back oh dude i'll tell you um anyways praise god well welcome back there brothers and sisters before we get going man um i have a quick a couple quick announcements for your guys's ears um so you guys tune up yes right now we are live we are live right here on the pine virginia reservation back where it all started um back on my home res dude it's awesome to be back but uh listen you guys i do have some announcements for you guys ears so you guys want to check this out write your pen to paper down um first and foremost we uh have an updated needs list um on our website warriorradiobroadcastnetwork.com um i want you guys to go check that out we did some revisement on there that's warriorradiobroadcastnetwork.com um that kind of tells you about our current need situation here on the reservation and kind of what we're doing um yeah, so we got a lot of cool, crazy things going on. Also, we've set up a new um, post office box down here, so you guys can get a hold of us and check this out. The same exact old post box that we had before, P.O. Box 18, Porcupine, South Dakota, 577772, Um I'll tell you, man, that right there is all God in itself, but I'll be able to tell more about that later. Um, also, brothers and sisters, we do have a PayPal link set up on our website for U.S. funds. Um, so if you guys are listening to this now or on future archives, listen, go to our website, warriorradiobroadcastnetwork.com, and go over to the donate section on there. And click on the U.S. funds while we're here in the United States um, because it's just not worth it to go ahead and donate to our Canadian account and have that switched over to U.S. funds. Um, and what we're doing, why we're why we're kind of throwing that out there right now, brothers and sisters, is because um, we basically have have something going on. It's, sorry if you guys hear that. That's uh, kind of the that's yeah. Anyways, so we'll get a hold of that later. But so yeah, listen, you guys, um, you guys want to check that out? Go check it out. Warrior Radio Broadcast Network dot com. That's Warrior Radio Broadcast Network dot com. And yeah, so with that being said, I want to welcome on man. I will tell you, it's awesome. Uh, welcome on our very special guest, Brother Steve Fraze from Roundtable Tuesdays. How you doing, brother? Hey, we're here. We're back. How you doing, Curtis? Uh, doing good. I'm sweating bullets a little bit. Um, there to <laughs> Get begin in with. line. Yeah. Both of us were. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, because um, you didn't know this on my end. I kept calling like Blog Talk, and it said, uh, sorry, uh, things were kind of going wrong. So basically um, – it didn't want me to connect. Like it, it kept hanging up, calling back, hanging up, calling back. So I was like, "Oh, dude!" And then I couldn't even get on our switchboard to begin with, so I couldn't even see you on there. And by the time I did see you on there, I disconnected. So I had to do a pile of uh, contingencies and backups, dude. It was, it was, yeah. I was, I was pulling out my hair. Well, I'm just looking at the at the the call in number tonight, and I'm going, "Oh, that ain't the usual call in number." There's something really messed up about that. But anyway, that is just okay it is okay hey it's it's a little different being 
60 feet away as, a plo- as opposed to 600 miles away, right? A little bit of difference. Little oh, bit. yeah. There's, there, there's a little bit of difference because, you know, back at the house, if anything went wrong, you just run down there and tell me. Uh, now you just got to pray that I do everything correctly. <laughs> well, that might be both of us because the other thing is that my laptop's been been acting up. For some reason, my microphone has been looping, and Evan helped me uh, shut it down a while just last week. And and now I was thinking today when this thing was acting haywire, I'm going, oh, no, don't tell me the microphone is shut down and I can't use this thing. And so anyway, Evan happened to be here. He was doing something, and I said, Evan, you know what? Don't leave until 7 o'clock because just in case – and well, as it turns out, I guess we're okay anyway. But yeah, crazy, crazy electronics, right? Yeah, it's kind of a love-hate relationship with this stuff, man. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whenever it works, it's great, but whenever it don't, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, how, like, how is everything else going, Curtis? You guys, obviously, I know you haven't uh, talked a lot. Um, to to uh, the folks that follow the ministry, I guess you've done some updates, but haven't really haven't really had a program yet, right? But and and I'm sure that you're you're probably going to have some thunder to share tomorrow. But but how are you guys doing, generally speaking? Well, generally speaking, I'm glad you you asked. By the way, this is like weird. It's like you interviewing me. But anyways, no, um, it's a little bit different. I mean, we're doing good. We're doing good. Um, we just need you guys' prayers and support at this point, man. I'm telling you, with everybody, I mean, the nuts and bolts of it, uh, prayer and support right now, the Lord has blessed us with to be able to have uh, enough for what we need. But uh, listen, you guys, man, get the word out there because, uh, yeah, let's just put it this way. The reserves are drying up. But I ain't worrying about it, man, because if God can go ahead and send the coin um, in the fish's mouth for taxes, how much more so do you think he can send us you know, whatever he wants, right? So I ain't even yeah. worried about it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that is uh some of that is trusting and believing, right? Because if you're in if you're in his will and and there we have no reason to believe that that's not the case because you know, Curtis, we we talked about things uh what was it 3 months ago when some of this began to occur and then and then there were some challenges and it kind of seemed like it wasn't going to happen. And remember when we talked and I just said, look, if the Lord wants you there, it's going to happen regardless. And guess what? You're there, right? So there's stuff that was overcome. And, and it, wasn't, it wasn't up to you or Haley to deal with it. It was up to the Lord to take care of it from someone else's perspective, right? Amen. And, you know, that's, that's the thing, brother. You know, we can kind of come out with like our own preset mind of how things are going to go, right? I mean, and the Lord can totally flip that on his head and, like, kick it out the door and then, like, mix you up and then get you out. Like, it's it, it's crazy. <laughs> yes, yes, it is crazy because, you know, and, and it's amazing. Um, I don't know how many weeks we've been off the air now. It's, uh, it's probably three programs, I'm guessing, at least three programs that, that Roundtable Tuesdays hasn't been on. And and just before you guys left, Curtis, remember we, we, Paula and I took off for, for for the States for a few days. And, and you know, it's amazing how we, we have to deal with things. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying that, you know, we, we have some friends who, 
who have some differences in 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 how they they believe in some things and and the lord you know he kind of i kind of wrinkled my kind of wrinkled my white linen when when we got together with these folks just before you guys left a week before you left and and so when we went when we went away for a few days we started hammering around on some of the things that that we had discussed with them and and this gentleman had encouraged me to to read this book and I don't remember if you know uh I don't re- know if you remember what the name of it was Curtis but <clears throat> but there was there were many things in there um that that I was questioning and so you know it's it's interesting where the lord takes us and makes us makes us deal with things and and come to a place where we realize what it is that we believe and why it is that we believe it and the and the problem with so many people today it seems like like we we know something but why do we know it is it something is it something that someone has taught us that we've learned that's been told us repetitively so that it becomes ingrained in us or is it something that we really can't explain except to say that you know what the spirit has has led me into this and I can't explain it because it's not tangibly explainable, but the Spirit's laid it on my heart, and so that is why I believe it. And and many times I think we are we are trying so hard to find that answer in the physical that we 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 miss the whole spiritual aspect of of what the Lord is trying to actually do in our lives. And and truth truth of the matter is, how are we going to be at peace? when we can't when we can't realize where our peace comes from and, and how it wells up in us when we when we get this understanding that even though we don't know all things we are we are headed in the right direction and and we are going one step at a time any thoughts on that amen yeah brother you know, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because, um, you know, that's one thing we're learning to be out here. You know, we, we might say we we have the peace of the Lord or, you know, we might say that in certain situations, but then things kind of arise to really put that to the test. <laughs> you know, um, uh, yeah, and, and that might be for later. But, you know, to go back about, you know, who you were talking about in the beginning of the broadcast, like how did that end up going for you, man? Um like well, I know you. We're we, you know, um, I I hesitate to get into the details of it because I don't want to, I don't want to have people um, uh, taking sides and and getting getting themselves in a cramp because of something that that shouldn't be important. But you know, the 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 couple that we were dealing with. You know, after we got together with them, I had read I had read a couple of chapters in this book that he recommended that I read, and and so, my goodness, I was so much in turmoil because of it, because you know, I I've, I feel like I shouldn't I shouldn't have to what's the right word I'm looking for I shouldn't have to argue or contend or debate with someone because. Uh, of of what I what I feel is true, um, you know, Curtis. We all have we all have differences 
to some degree in in how we believe or interpret scripture and and have um leading from the holy spirit but but some of these things become somewhat fundamental in in that you know there you you talk about works you know so so much today can be uh, attributed to to man's effort and man's intelligence and man's intellect and what he can do and yet and yet we know that when we go back to the fundamentals when we go back to the beginning and this is where i backed up to for myself and in this situation and i said okay so when when we became believers when we when we first came to understand what it meant to be a follower of the way or to be a believer in Jesus Christ and understand what he did for us. What was it that caused us to come to that realization? And when we, when we look at what the word says, and if we remember, for those of us who, who know the Lord in a personal way, if we remember how we came to the Lord I just, I think, and I'm just talking personally here right now, and this is just coming from the heart. Um, I remember that when I came to the Lord, the Holy Spirit was just tugging away inside. And, and, I, and I, I fully believe that by the time you make a decision to maybe walk forward in a, in a group setting to, to say, yes, I understand and I receive the Lord, I believe that by the time you do that, You've already accepted what he's given you. And the word even says that with the heart, man comes to salvation. And with the mouth, confession is made or profession is made unto salvation. And so I believe that, that, that when, we, when we started this walk, when we, when we first came to the realization of a relationship with our Savior, that was completely orchestrated by the Holy Spirit. Who touches, who touches you internally, and I'll say he touches your spirit, and, and he says, that's true. Listen to what is being said. And, this, and, and, and I am here to tell you that you have an opportunity for this. I believe it's as simple as that. And I believe that when we think about that from the, the foundation and the fundamentals of where we come from, we know that it was a completely spiritual experience. For anyone, for any one of us, brothers and sisters, that would, would think that we had anything to do with our salvation other than to say yes, you are fooling yourself and you need to double check your situation. Because, because the Holy Spirit draws us and that is, where, that is where we have the ability to come to the Lord and say yes, because I understand who I am and what I am. And so I said all of that to say, this is a spiritual foundation that we come from. And so we are spiritual beings primarily. And when, the, and when we are drawn to the Lord and we make, and we, and we say, yes, I will accept what you are and what you have for me, that is a totally spiritual experience. And so when we start walking along this new path that we've that we've been taken into and we start to absorb what the world is telling us and all of the different little nuances that can come along the way um 
uh, just just small deviations. And I'll say it's as simple as as how many denominations are there in North America, and each one of them has a different system of belief. And and so we get into these things, and suddenly we're talking about what it is that we're doing and, and, and how we need to do this and how we're going to do that and, and how we were a part of that. And, and suddenly we have to, we have to look at ourselves and say, hold it. Am I doing this because the Holy spirit is leading me to do this? Or is this something that I'm doing? Because I think somewhere in the scriptures, the word said that, I should do something because my faith without works is dead. See, that is true. Faith without works is dead. James speaks of it time and time again. The book of James is full of that. And so our faith without works is dead. But if we do not exercise the faith that we've been given, we aren't even, we, we have no way of performing the works that the Father wants us to. See, we can do all of this stuff in the flesh and in our own energy, but if we are not doing it through faith and through guidance and understanding of what the Holy Spirit is feeding us and telling us to do and, and, and showing us how to move, we've, we've missed, the, we've missed the, whole, the whole story. We've, we've missed the whole boat. And we're in the water, and we're upside down in the water. And for those of you who understand what water means, that is not a good thing. And so, so in this case, uh, this couple, Curtis, encouraged us, encouraged me to read this book. I started to read it, and, and I, I read through a couple of chapters, and I sent him an email, and I just said, look, brother, <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking at this thing, and I'm seeing some things that I don't, that I can't reconcile based on, on what I, what I believe in my spirit. And so I feel it's easy for anyone to build any kind of a theology. All you have to do is a little bit of spiritual gymnastics and you can, and you can make, you can, you can, you can make any, any kind of theology work. All you, all you do is you just make it sound right. You pick, pick the right piece of scripture out in the right way. And and you have something to deal with, and so and so I just I kind of let him know that you know there there are some things I mean you can do spiritual gymnastics and you can come to any conclusion you want to, and then this gentleman said to me he said well if 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 you feel that there's something different that is is more accurate than this or, or this is not the right way, he said I wish. I pray that you would show me what that is um, as a brother that loves me. And, 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 and so, you know, I, we talked a little bit more via, via email and, and I suggested, you know what, because he asked whether we would consider having a Bible study with him. And I, and I, at first I kind of struggled with that. And then I thought, you know what, we have nothing to fear. See, we, yeah, we, we don't have, we have nothing to fear because the truth is always the truth, and, and the truth will always overpower. And so it's like Paula said. Here he opened the door and said, well, would you consider having a Bible study with us? And so I said, yeah, I think by all means. If we can work a schedule, let's, let's consider doing that. 
And yet, Curtis, I think you you know a little bit about what that book mm-hmm. entailed or what's behind this. And and the interesting thing is that he opened the door, and Paula said, "Well, guess what? He just opened the door, and if he's truly looking to know the truth, he's going to find the truth." The interesting thing is this gentleman, he teaches in in the system that he's involved in. And so, you know, um I don't want to I don't want to suggest that that his motives aren't like that I mean, we all have our motives, right, Curtis? Sometimes sometimes they're a little less than noble. And and, and my prayer would be that he truly does want to know the truth. But when you're entrenched in a system to the point where you're guiding people and leading people and, and teaching them, then 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 I guess my humanity says, well, I'm not sure how badly you you truly want to know, you know, the, the whole the whole scenario. So at any rate, we are that's kind of it's kind of uh, uh, we're, we're kind of working to see whether we can put some time together so that we can spend some time together. But there are other issues which are so much more critical um, I feel, you know, you know, so, well, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things that, that, uh, we deal with, um, we all deal with it because we all must give an answer. The word says we must give an answer to every man for the hope that lies within us. Right. And so, and so what is that hope? We, we, you know, the, the, the old Testament, was there to give us examples, to be examples for us. And, and it's interesting because so many people will look at the New Testament and they'll say, well, I don't need the Old Testament. And it's, it's interesting, Curtis, in the last year or whatever it is that I've been doing this, I, I, I start working on a topic and there's more scripture in the Old Testament that I'll use many times than there is in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not to say that the New Testament isn't critical, but it's it's interesting that when when Christ said that that the the previous writings were for examples to us it's amazing how much of a that there truly is in there we we need to realize that the whole the, the whole bible and i'm going to even include some extra biblical texts in that are important and and you know where we talk about the KJV being the, the canon of Scripture, sixty-six books. Um, it is, um, and and we also have found that there there are some some imperfections in it. Although the Lord's the the, the Lord's word will never fail, and so it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like you hear all of this stuff, Curtis. You've made some comments about this Mandela thing and and all of that. When it comes right down to it, the Father will use, he will, he can and he will use anything that he deems to use to turn it to good. So many things we look at, even in our own lives, brothers and sisters, think about the challenges that you face and, and how, how you maybe struggled through them and felt like you were in the valley and you were, and you were trying to get up that hill. But when you get through it and you look back at it, what did it do? If it did what it was, if it did what the Father had ordained it to do in you, it has made you a stronger person, a better person, a person who is closer to Him, 
a person who is more inclining their ear to the the Holy Spirit. And so and so we can we can do and say all kinds of things, but at the end of the day, if the Holy Spirit isn't feeding us, um, now I'm just it just just took me to another thought because we were talking about this again the other day where where there are some people that will say that that the the, the writings the scriptural writings are the only place where you will have where you will get um, unction not unction is not the right word where you're going to get guidance uh, to be the best believer you can be. And yet that's, that is clearly a fallacy because, because the Holy Spirit was given in Acts. And he said, I'll send you the comforter and he will show you all things. And so how is the Holy Spirit going to show us all things if it's, if it's just written in black and white? Because, you know, it, it made me think of the parable about the ten virgins with the lamps and five of them having oil and five of them ha- not having oil. I, I would challenge, I would challenge any believer to talk to an unbeliever about that and ask them if they can explain what that means. Because you know what, in in your humanity, you can't understand that. You won't understand that. The Holy Spirit has got to enlighten you. And someone may have had. Um, a revelation somewhere that that was accurate in that and and people can feed off of that but what i'm saying is that this book is is a supernatural the the the, the words that are in it will come into us supernaturally when we allow the holy spirit to feed us from it and so for us to say that the black and white the black and white markings in this book are the only way we're going to understand our creator that is that is an error because you're you're missing you are missing the bulk of what the father has for us because you can't understand this in the flesh it has to be understood spiritually it's such a simple thing but it's so complex you know what did jesus say i I speak to he spoke to his disciples in parables why did he do it? He, he said plainly, because the scribes and Pharisees, they would hear, but they would, not, they would not understand. They would be listening, but they could not understand. And even the disciples early in, the minis- in Christ's ministry, they had to go to him and say, what did you mean? Like, what were you talking about? And, he, and, and at one point, I know that he even reprimanded them. Are you, still, are you still such babies that you can't understand what I'm telling you? And so... Um, there are so many aspects to this thing that, that are so much more than physical. And we believers need to understand that, you know, and I, I don't want to steal someone else's thunder, but I was listening to Daniel Duvall yesterday and, and um, I like Paula listens to him more than I do. And this was, she sent me a link and she says, you know what, Steve, you need to kind of listen to this. And, and I did, I listened to one of his, one of his, um, his um, video programs. And he was talking about, well, I guess it's it's basically our identity in Christ, and it's amazing because we have this identity, and and um, I'm not sure exactly what the reference is, but in one spot in the New Testament, um, it is said that that all of the sin of the world, Christ took, and he nailed it to the cross. 
and he made an open display of of it to well and I'm paraphrasing paraphrasing but he made an open display of it to the dark side and he he was victorious and he defeated it and so so when we when we are struggling with who we are in our identity and 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 the promises that have been laid up for us uh, through Jesus Christ, we we need to get off of our duffs because we're a bunch of lazy things. And I'm speaking to myself just as much as anyone else, but we are lazy, and and we but we need to get off of our rear ends and start to dig into who we are. And I know that he used the reference in Colossians two. And verses fourteen to sixteen. You know what? I think I think we want to go there, Curtis. I'm guessing you're still listening to me. So yeah, of course I'm really, still here, man. You're really quiet over there. Well, I, I was going to jump in a couple times before you did because. Um, <laughs> well, well, why don't you jump in now? Okay. And then and then we'll start talking about this other thing a little bit. Okay, because uh, first and foremost, like I, I I totally hear what you're saying, man. Um, I, I kind of want to go back because my mind was stuck on that one thought about the brother you were talking about. Um, it, it's kind of funny that you know how things have progressed in that area for you. Um, now, for those of you that don't know who we're talking about, we're not going to give out any names, but this, it, it's just going to be an interesting thing. Um, needless to say, Brother Steve is getting a chance to op- uh, opportunity and a chance to minister. Um, to a brother that's that's uh, basically right now he's meaning well he's meaning good he's searching he's searching and seeking for answers but right now he's stuck in a certain vein let's just put it that way um and brother Steve you know some of the questions that he's going to probably present to you is, is is very difficult um like earlier today I was actually doing a, a studying for my message on um, for my sermons coming up uh, coming up this not this Saturday but next Saturday. Um, is going to be one of my first sermons <laughs> that I'm going to be uh, preaching out here um, while we're back. And one of the questions I had written down is, who is the Father? Like, what is, what is the name of the Father? You know, that is a very hard question to ask. And you will only find that, guess where? In the Old Testament. <laughs> And 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 you may as well add, it may not be quite as straightforward as 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 we think. Oh yeah, because you know I was sitting here, and obviously you and I both know the different veins we can go down on there. You know, uh, El Shaddai, you got El, you got Yah, and then you got Tav, and you know you got all these other different names for God. Mm-hmm. But there's only one place in the whole New and Old Testament that he answers it very plainly. Um, and actually, that is right there, I think, right in the beginning of Exodus with Moses, because Moses is actually talking to God in the bush, the burning bush, and he asked him, he says, who do I tell your people that you are? And his response is, I am that I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, even with that, brother, that's that's a tough thing. You know, I am what? And that's exactly what it is because you meditate on that more, and I'm going to pass it back to you. Um, you meditate on this more. He is whatever you need him to be. Um, for the religious people, he's the do's and don'ts. For the people that are broken, he's the comforter. 
Um, for the people mm. that are broken, he's the healer. For the people that need revelation, you know, <laughs> you know, he's wisdom. He, he's basically that will sum up the name of God in everything there is, and that's I am that I am. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Amen. That is uh, that's interesting. And, and you know, and then and then when you threw that on the table. It made me think of the one the one uh, comment that that gets uh, that gets thrown up in in this area once in a once in a while because uh, uh, there is a there is a reference in the scriptures that says that no man has seen God right no man has seen God so if no man has seen God how how is it that Moses was able to see his hinder parts. You know, see, there, there, are, there are complexities in the scriptures that, uh, that are, are not easily explained. And, and I think sometimes part of this sometimes comes down to maybe some uh, translational things. And, but, but even there, you know, many times we are too lazy to actually go and dig something out and find out why, why did, why did he say that, that he would, that he would, uh, that uh, Moses could look a certain way and he would allow, he would pass by and, and that, that he could see his, his hinder parts, right? And yet, and yet there is a reference and I was just trying to look for it, and for me to talk and to look for something is really, really tough at the same time. <laughs> okay. It's like chewing right. gum and climbing the stairs. Okay. All right. I, I'll give you some. I'll give you an opportunity to go look for this, um, because listen, brothers and sisters, there, there's many things out there that really um, the Bible won't contradict itself. The Bible's not a lie. You know, it, it's it's literally impossible for the Word to contradict itself. The Word of God. The written word of God. It's impossible for God to contradict himself. It, it, it doesn't happen. Now, with that being said, they're like Moses, and I'm going to give this, you know, I'm glad you brought this up, because like Moses, he was able to see his hinder parts, and it says that no man has seen me and lived. None. That means zero, zilch. Mm-hmm. But then you can also look at this <clears throat> into the account of uh, Enoch and, um, what is it, uh, Elijah? Elijah, yeah. Elijah. They both saw God and lived. They walked with him. It, it even says so. It, it says, Enoch walked with God and was okay. not. Exactly. But <laughs> he saw God and he was gone, right? Yeah, and well, so... well, well <laughs> if, if you actually begin to break this down and you go into the, some of the extra biblicals, you know, from the way I understand it, Enoch went, to, went and saw the Father multiple times before it was like, okay, this is it. You're done. You're not going back. You're staying here, type thing. So I, I don't know, man. Um, there's so right. much. It is. It's 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 extremely deep, and and sometimes um, it is a matter of waiting and inclining our ear to actually get to get what we to to get what we need. And you know what? The the fact of the matter is, Curtis, that. The Father says that His ways are are not our ways, and our ways are not His ways, and we're not going to have every answer of life, even though we as 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 cre- 
creatures that that he has made have this desire to know and to learn right <clears throat> and so so i guess we'll leave that as it is there um but it did say it kind of see his hinder parts and and i didn't i didn't find that other reference but we won't worry about that for now um but 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 we did talk about you know i just started to talk about identity there a little bit and and daniel duvall and brothers and sisters i got no problem with with uh, letting someone else have the thunder because he's the guy that that i was listening to yesterday and and he had his his i think his session was just under an hour long but one of the things that really got me which which are kind of a parallel to some of the things that that we were talking about there earlier, Curtis, just that we didn't explain, is that in Colossians 2, he had a reference. And I'm thinking maybe, um, I'm going to start reading in Colossians 2, 2, verse 1, and I'm going to carry down to about verse 15 or 16. And so um, if you guys have a Bible, grab it quick. Colossians chapter 2, starting in verse 1. And here it says, For I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you and for them of Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Verse 3 says, In whom are hid all of the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet am I with, with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. verse 8 says beware lest any man spoil you through vain philosophy pardon me through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily you get that Mm. Mm -hmm. that's mm, that's sweet And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Remember in Ephesians chapter 6, the word says, For ye wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Guess who is the head of all of them? Is our Savior. In verse 11, it continues, it says, In whom also ye are circumcised, with a circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him. Brothers and sisters, quickened means made alive, right? Just so you understand that. Having forgiven you all trespasses. Verse 14 blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Verse 16 says, Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of an holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days. And so here... 
here Daniel was talking about specifically verses 14 to 16. But the interesting thing is, here Jesus is being talked about, and he is the one who is blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. And so when you look at ordinances, um, I guess the, the analogy that he was using was that there's, there's documents and there's legal, there's legal writs that, that are against us. Even as believers, we become believers. We, we start this relationship. We come into this relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and it isn't just a, a, a becoming a believer. It is, it is the start of a relationship. It's the start of a new life. And so the interesting thing here is that even as believers, there are potentially things that are being held against us. And I'll say they're in the courts of heaven. And, and this really, really begins to help we believers understand where we are and what our identity is and how we can gain the authority through faith that we're supposed to have. Because, because there, may be, um, there may be promises, oaths, contracts, agreements, all kinds of things that have occurred in your past, not by you necessarily, but maybe by your mom, your dad, your grandmother, your grandfather, your aunt, your uncle, your, your older siblings. There are things that happen where, where people make a form of commitment of one kind or other, and it may have even been done flippantly. The problem is that when things are done and 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 somehow somewhere a contract has been made somewhere in the heavenlies that you may not even be aware of you may be a child of the king and yet there's there may be a blockage in your life there might be something that is troubling you there may be something that keeps harassing you and you cannot figure out why it's there or what is holding you back or what is blocking you and and here here the scriptures is talking about the things that could be written and 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 we take verses 14 to 16 in um in somewhat of a literal way because you know there are there are multiple meanings to scripture right there's different levels different layers you you kind of unpeel these things like a like an onion and and on the surface <clears throat> It looks like he's, yeah, he's, he's taken care of things and he's taken care of our sin, which he's done. But it's not only that. He has taken care of, of the ordinances and all of the things that may have been put down somewhere in the heavenlies. Because, brothers and sisters, the, the word talks about, the, well, we're talking about the courtroom of heaven. Jesus is our intercessor. He is before the Father praying on our behalf every day, all the time. And Satan is the accuser of the brethren. So that tells you you're in a courtroom situation. And so when, when, when Christ came and died and bled on our behalf, he took care of all of those issues past, present, and future that may occur. The problem is that we as believers don't always understand what it is that is affecting us. It may be health, it may be finances, it may be, it may be uh, 
psychological. It's going to be spiritual many times. There are so many different avenues of our lives as believers that can be affected, and we don't know what it is. But you know what? When we, when we have the ability to understand that there could be something that has been drawn up somewhere in the heavenlies and it is standing in our way, it, and, it, and it may not even be something that is, that is um, overtly active in your life. But, but like I can just think of an, of an example of where you may have a blockage where you want to spend time praying and for some reason you just cannot get there. It's like there's, well, someone said once, the ceilings are brass. And so <clears throat> we, we need to be cognizant, brothers and sisters, conscious of the fact that when there are things that are stopping us in our lives, when we are in a state where we think, well, oh, woe is me, because I can't move, this is where I am, this is what I'm going to be, this is how it will be. Uh, we, there, there is something that is affecting that thought process. And, and we have to crawl out of it. And the only way we're going to do that in a successful way is to realize that we can break through these or, ordinances, excuse me, and, and, and contracts, I'll, I'll use that kind of a term, that have been drawn somewhere because of a door that was open, and it's a spiritual door that's, that was open somewhere in our past or in, in our ancestors' past, and, and who knows how many generations this can go back. So, Curtis, I'm ho- I hope that's making some sense, but <clears throat> because we need to understand who we are and the authority that we've been given, and, and when we... When our ducks are in a row and we have done all that the Holy Spirit has laid on our heart to do and we are waiting for the Father to, to do something on our behalf, you know what? We can come boldly into the throne room because he's got so many promises laid out in the scriptures. And when we fulfill our part of the contract, I'll say, he, he, is, he obligates himself. To us, and so, brothers and sisters, we we can't expect to have the 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 blessing and the peace and the and the joy of the Lord until we are living in the place where He wants us to be. But when we are in that place, we can trust, knowing that He will take care of all things, and He does not want us to be impoverished, whether that's in spirit mind, body, finances, whatever it is. He does not want his people there. He does not want us as his children there. Because we have got everything that the world wants. They just don't know it. And so I think, I think Evan said, what was it that Evan said a while back? He made the comment that, that many people are, are your allies. They just don't understand it yet. Or, or maybe <laughs> we don't understand it. It's true, you know. There, 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 there may be unbelievers out there. They are destined to come into the kingdom. They just don't know it yet. And so, huh, guess what? We're the light that, that has to shine so that they can, find, they can find that way. And it's not because of us. It's because of him, right? And so uh, I, hope, I hope that made some sense. Um, 
I, I know. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, it did. It did, brother Steve. Listen, uh, I'm going to touch on this last part, and then after that, we got to get ready to kind of mm-hmm. start closing. Um, yep. We're from now on, brothers. At least for the time being, our radio shows are going to be. I need to get into the habit of being one-hour time slots because, brother Steve, um, as you well know, our, our schedule is going to be very busy come the 26th. It's it's mm-hmm. going to get darn right um, uh, chaotic <laughs> almost. Uh, <laughs> And I'll, I'll be able to talk to you guys later. But, um, yeah, Brother Steve, listen, there, there, there's so much to this. There's so much to the Word of God. There's so much to the written Word of God that it, it's good to hear different sides of things. It's good to hear different points of view because you ask one person one thing, another person another, and another believer and another. I mean, for crying out loud, look how many denominations we got yeah. running around this world, how many different derivatives of Christians we got. But mm-hmm. – Whenever you say what brother, uh, what brother Evan said, you know they're my ally. They just don't know it yet. It's kind of funny because in one way or another, they'll be able to work for either for your glory. Listen, brothers and sisters, every single thing that the enemy does. Remember the scripture that says, you know what the what the devil meant for evil, God will make it good. Um, basically, he will turn everything around for your glory. Now that either means your friends. Your enemies, your frenemies, or whatever it might be, yep. just because in this time, in this season, they're treating you wrong, doesn't mean that they're not going to be that God's not going to use that situation uh, for your good. Um, especially whenever He says, "Pray for your enemies." <laughs> well, guess what? God is faithful. If He tells you to pray for your enemies, He's going to give you some enemies to pray for. <laughs> yep, He sure will. He sure will. Anyway, that is for sure. Listen, brother Steve, it, it's good to have you back on, man. I'm serious because I know you got like a pile more notes um, that you probably did for tonight's broadcast. And uh, Curtis, can I can I be honest? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I I made some notes on Sunday. I'm sitting there and I'm I'm thinking and I was making some notes. Hold it, maybe I was in the hot tub during that time. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know what? I, and Paula comes out and she says, "Oh, did you fi- you finish studying already?" And I said, "You know what? I said I just don't feel like I should this week." And so I guess we'll just see where the Lord takes it. And so that's, and so I know that I know that it wasn't it wasn't overly structured today, and maybe that's maybe that's just good today. So. Yeah. Well, listen, brother, brother Steve, I, I miss you guys like crazy. We all miss you like crazy, man. Um, I wish I was there to enjoy the hot tub with you, but instead we were freezing out <laughs> in the Black Hills, and it it was bad. <laughs> but I, I, I'll tune you guys all into this tomorrow on another edition of Young, uh, Young Disciples tomorrow. Um, but listen, Brother Steve, for the people out there, just give out your contact information, um, how people can get a hold of you, where they can reach you at, um, and especially, yeah, so so if you wouldn't mind giving that out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, we are Roundtable Ministries, and, and our website is www.roundtableministries.com. Uh, international.com I believe yes um, and so if you go to the website you'll find a little bit more of who we are what we are about and uh, what our what, what what we feel our calling is of the Lord and and for those of you that are interested if you want to contact us whether you have a prayer request or just to make a comment or or a suggestion you can contact us there is a contact page there um, I do have a couple of phone numbers. One of them is a Skype number, which is a U.S. number, so that for you, for you folks in the in the U.S., you don't have to worry about calling into Canada. That is uh, that phone number is six zero five 
323-1866. And um, my personal cell phone number is 204-497-0077. So uh, for those of you brothers and sisters who uh, are interested in contacting us or just finding out a little bit more of who we are, that's where you can do that. Um, Curtis, you have a lot more to say. Um, can I can I pray for for uh, for the evening and and do we have time for that? Yes, yes, brother, we got time for that. Then after that, I gotta go because we're having uh, spaghetti tonight, and it's like the second meal we're cooking on our stove. So oh man, awesome. okay. And so Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for tonight. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for all that you do. We thank you for the air you give us to breathe. We thank you for bodies. We thank you for this time in history where you've, where you've placed us. And, Lord, we think of Curtis and Haley being in, in South Dakota at this time. Lord, we thank you for the safety you've provided for them. Lord, uh, a few curves along the way, but, Lord, you oversee. And, Lord, we know that you are in that situation where they are. And Lord, may you have the honor and glory there. And Father, for those tonight that listened and those who may listen on archive in the future, may someone hear and feel your presence, Lord, in all that was said and done. Lord, we are nothing, but you are everything. And you are a good, good Father. And so... Lord, we give you all of the honor and praise and glory. And we thank you in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Well, listen, man of God, we love you guys. We appreciate you. We can't mm. wait to see you guys come June, but I uh, can't wait for you guys to be back on even next week. Um, I'll tell hey, you, brother, there's, okay, there's a lot Curtis, there. I just thought of one thing. Mm. Um, Custer Gathering. June yep. 23rd and 24th, brothers and sisters, anybody that's around Custer, camp volunteer, just two miles south of Custer, be there, because you'll meet some of us, ready or not. Amen. Sorry. Well, <laughs> listen, Brother Steve, I love and appreciate you guys. Always remember, stand tall before man, battle low before God. Shalom, shalom. We are out of here. Check you guys out next time. God bless. And this is, uh, yeah, this is he. Peace out. <laughs>